Welcome to the Intoxicated Podcast, a weekly comedy talk show that dives into the personal lives of comedians, experts, and creators. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, a very amateur stand-up comedian and self-proclaimed sad girl. It's the comedy podcast with a lot of heart. Feel hard and talk hard. This is the Intoxicated Podcast. Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Intoxicated Podcast. And welcome to what I can only assume are some new listeners popping in to hear this week's guest, Um, I can only assume. So I am going to tell you, if you like what you hear in this episode, consider staying. You should subscribe. Hit subscribe if you like what you hear. This is a podcast where I dig into the personal lives of comedians, and it is a lot of fun. So if you like what you're hearing, make sure you do subscribe. That would be amazing. Uh, I'm going to keep it short this week. This week's guest is comedian and show producer Robbie Vino. And Robbie Vino runs a thousand shows around Halifax and the Maritimes. It is absolutely insane the amount of shows he produces. Um, One thing in particular that he is running currently is an awesome new comedy club called the Dark Side Comedy Club. And this club was originally started by the late and great Durham Laporte. And Robbie has continued developing it. And it has turned into this amazing independent comedy club. Uh, It's over in Dartmouth. It's in the Doubletree Hotel. And it is just such a cool venue for comedians. It is run by comedians. It's for comedians. It's just great. And um, hey, what are you doing tonight when this episode drops on Friday? What are you doing? What about tomorrow, um, Saturday, June 4th? Because I'm actually part of a show that's happening at Dark Side Comedy Club to celebrate Pride Month. It does feature an amazing heavy hitter headliner, Kyle Brownrigg. He actually has a comedy special out on Crave called Introducing Lyle. He's so hilarious. It's so cool that we have him here. It's going to be an amazing show. So I'm doing a spot on this show along with also the amazing and funny Brittany Campbell. Um, So it's going to be a really, really fun show. If you are free tonight when this drops uh, or tomorrow, that's June 3rd and 4th. You can still get tickets to the show, which I will link in the podcast description. And you can also use discount code DARKSIDE at checkout for a 25% off discount. So you got to check out Darkside Comedy Club, follow them on social media, and also be sure to follow Halifax Noise Comedy on Instagram as well for truly all things comedy in Halifax. Now to get to my conversation with Robbie Vino. This was a super fun one. Uh, it's been a while since Robbie has been on, so it was great to hang out and chat. We actually took a bunch of voicemails on this episode, which was highly entertaining. We hardly promoted the fact that we wanted voicemails. We did it in about a half hour and... The voicemails just flooded in. Everybody wanted to talk to Robbie. So obviously we have to do it again, probably a bonus episode or something, another call-in one. So stay tuned for more call-in episodes because they're a lot of fun. Uh, And this episode was tons of fun. So I'm going to shut up and get right to it. Please enjoy this week's episode with Robbie Vino. We're here. We're here. We're doing it. It started. 
It started. All right, perfect. Hard start. Hi. No cold opens with this one. It's pretty it's, cold. It's, uh... <laughs> It is. Uh, we're here. We're here with. Oh, my gosh. This is awesome. So you haven't been on in a while. No, not since before the pandemic. Right. Before the pandemic or 2019. No, because you came on uh, with Matt with Matt. Yeah, that would have been the last one. But that was like a short little 20 minute one. Oh, my God. You're right. That was right before the live show. So that was. Oh, my God. OK. So it's been a while since this special guest has been on the show, but I am stoked to have him back. It is comedian and show producer extraordinaire, <laughs> Robbie Vito. Greetings and salutations. Welcome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. But it's intoxicated, so we got a drink. And I'm drinking Red Bull because the only White Claws I have left in my fridge are the bad ones. What ones are they? Lime and grapefruit. Mm, lime's not too bad. I don't know. I'm all about the black cherry and the wa watermelon. Yeah, yeah. Those are obviously. my favorites. But you could put beer and the lime one together and it's like a Ugh. beer grita. Oh, I don't like that. How do you know? Well, that's true. No, I'm not never, I don't never drink tried that, it. I don't drink that much anymore. Either do I. Really? No. Just like kind of taking her easy? Well, I just never, I never really drank a lot. Any, I just drink like I'm married. Like if we're drinking, I'm drinking. But if I'm not drinking, I won't drink. Right. But I think that's a smarter way to do it. Because yeah. what's the point in spending like 10 bucks on yeah, like I won't, a couple of drinks? I won't sit around and just have like a beer. I think that's stupid. Yeah. I think that's pretty dumb too. Yeah. I'd rather just drink like, I'd rather like order an appetizer or something. I do smoke weed like crazy though. That's one of my assumptions, but we'll get to that when... <laughs> When we do the assumption segment. Okay, yeah. Um, Robbie, you are an MVP of Halifax Comedy. You oh, are thank you. you are you do so much. Um, can you go through all the shows you run <laughs> right now? <laughs> can you name them all? <laughs> right now? Yeah. Uh well, I do the Sunday sesh at the economy shoe shop. That one's been a long running one. Evolution. It's yeah. Changed that, that a lot. That one's fun because we have a band and we do improv. I sing. You uh, sing? Yeah. I, I've I, seen a couple of videos, but I, I've I, never been there when you uh, sing. If the audience isn't sitting close enough to the stage, I have a whole song I do to get them to move up. <laughs> <laughs> and the longer they don't move, the don't longer I Don't be a cunt. Move to the front. Like, oh, so, wow. Yeah, I never rhymed those words so, something, something like that? Something along those lines. Depends what the band's playing. I'll just kind of I'll just so kind of improv it in. So and funny. then uh, Brody and Joe do improv, and I kind of do like a whose line is it anyways kind of style with them. It's really fun. Yeah. It's a lot different than a normal comedy show. Yeah. I don't light people. I just jump right out on the stage when they've gone over a minute. I so love they, that. I get five to seven. And then if they don't wrap it up, I come right out at eight and I grab a microphone and you're done. I love that. It's caused quite the little stir, but I do not get it caused a stir. People uh, don't want to leave. Just some people that are notorious for going over time kind of think it's a little weird. Not me. He's not talking about me. Oh, Jason. I'm, no. I'm very. Uh, Can I take this? Yeah. Jason Allen. Yeah. Hello. Hey, hey what's up, dude? I was just in a show. Where do you want me to leave you a voicemail? <laughs> do it on the on the link I sent you. Just go and just leave a little voicemail on the link. What do you want me to say? Just ask me a question or tell like a how a story about how much of a piece of shit I am or something. Oh, okay, okay. Or a rant. Or a rant right. or whatever you want, really. Just yeah, yeah. Just leave me something. I'd love that. Okay, sounds good, buddy. All right, thanks, pal. 
This is going to be right, almost exclusively a call-in episode at this point. Yeah. Well, you know I Jason Allen? Yeah, yeah, you know Jason yeah. Allen? Jason Allen uh, hosted my second... Uh, I think he was hosting Yucks for my second guest spot. Oh, awesome. Or maybe he was the headliner. He was on this show for, with me for my second okay. guest spot where I didn't do good. Okay. So that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, the the, the, the great, ones where you don't impression. do good are the ones you kind of learn how it's, to like... It's where you learn. I know. That's what they say. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather, it's such a cliche in comedy. It, it's a cliche, but it's so true. Yeah. Like, I, I, I also say all the time, like, sometimes you bomb and don't learn shit, and it just sucks. Those, those When people bomb and don't know that they bomb, that's oh, the worst. I, I think I bomb all the time. Yeah, like, I, don't, I think I bomb, and when people tell me I do good, I'm like, you're really, you're, you're stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's a comic thing. None yeah. of us think we ever do good. I, no, but there are the good some. Ones. There are some. I think they always do good. Yeah. Or they blame the audience, which is also a stupid yeah. thing to do. The audience wasn't. Yeah. The, oh, they're a little. I mean, the audience didn't tell one joke. Like, yeah. It's all the choices you made. They're a friend you're trying to win over. Yeah. Not, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They don't. It's not up to. They don't have to like you. No. Yeah. Um, okay. So, and then I run the dark side, which dark we side. just moved to the comedy club that was started by Durham Laporte and uh, Moose, and then Durham died, so I took over and helped that run, and it's running pretty good. We just do Saturdays now for the summer, and we got some comics coming in from Alberta. We got Connor Christmas coming in to headline, and he's gonna be great. And then we have uh, Rebecca Kaplan and Max something coming in from New York. Mm. They, uh, they're gonna do a little run of all the shows in the city. Oh, betchen. And um, I run a show in Fredericton at Pickaroons Brewery. Pickaroons. I do that with Alex McKenzie. Alex tells jokes on TikTok. Oh, do you run, you run that show with him? Yeah. Ah. Yeah. yeah, he has a production company, ECL Productions. So He's does, probably sending a question too. Does he live in uh in an RV in the mountains of British Columbia? Really? Yeah. Okay. And then I run a show with Wayne Rushton in the spot in New Glasgow. Uh, I run a show in Bridgewater at Firkenstein's Brewery. Uh, we're going to be soon doing a show at Porter's Lake next mm. week, June 10th, with Dan Hendrickson at the Porter's Lake Pub. Uh, and then, uh, it's another one. We're going to do the anvil. Robbie Wolfen. does a lot is what we're trying to say. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I'm doing some big shows. we got Michael Ian Black coming to the dark side Fuck in, yeah. in uh, August. And then some more names to be announced. Some soon. names to be announced soon, which I kind of heard a couple and woof. You yeah. Guys. Some big, some big ones. Everyone should be excited. Yeah. This is very exciting. And dark side is, it's like an independent club. Like it's a, yeah. Bitching thing, what you've yeah. created there. It's, it's really cool it's, space. It's and... all with the help of everybody, though. I got John Pickett and yes. Kayla yep. Lever helping me all the time. I got uh, Ryan William. He's yep. helping really big with the show this weekend with Kyle Brownrig. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, who else has helped? My my buddy DJ Mikey G. He's like, yes. he helps a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think who else helps. Lindsay Ingram. She's the hotel manager. She's right. all on board. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Double Tree. Yeah, all the staff there, they all push shows and make sure we always have a good show. So it's it's all hands on deck. 
and it's very comedian focused. Comedians are helping run this club, and yeah, like it's, it's a little comedy co op. It's a little comedy. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's a comedy co op, yeah, um, and all of the honor Durham. Yeah, yeah. So Durham started a bunch of rooms before he died, and mm-hmm. and like people have now picked up what he started, and yeah, and they still continue. use all my equipment to. <laughs> <laughs> to help make sure those run smoothly. Do you have yeah. like a, a, you have a lot of equipment? I imagine. Yeah, spread I, between I, all the shows. Yeah. Well, I just, I kind of have like a little comedy club kit. I love I that. Up lighting. I got speakers, and microphones, and stands. the little things you do to make a show be like a real show. I think is like so key. So, like for example, Oasis Comedy Tuesday is in a basement and it's dark and dingy and the lighting's crap. Hmm. And uh, you brought in a spotlight one night. <laughs> I, bring, I bring it actually. I make sure And it made such a difference. I make sure it's there every Tuesday. I like helping out Dave. That's amazing. Yeah. And I usually jump on and bite the bullet so no one else has to take the bullet and we get the energy rolling back up. Got to keep that energy up. Yeah. Um, but like, it's like little things like that, that like, I think I come from a production background. I worked in television and film for five years and I've always kind of been producing like my parents always threw parties and we always had all the cool entertainment stuff Mm. to make sure everybody had the best time ever. And it was, you know, I don't know. You can do amateur comedy like a pro. That's right. You make it feel like a pro show. Yeah. With amateur comedians. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. When you look at shows, when you go to shows, or like when when you're like observing shows that you're not running, do you ever see like common mistakes people make? Yeah. What are they? Uh, not not dimming the lights. Yeah, the lighting is so key. Lighting is so key because like because so some comedy is nonverbal. Mm, mm-hmm. Facial expressions and yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of my comedy is like. Like flailing around, we're so. very flaily. Yeah, so I I like getting I like squeezing a little laughter out of people with my movements more than my words because I'm kind of more of a performer than a joke writer. I guess I mm. kind of find my laughter instead of try and map it out. I like that. Yeah, that's I I envy that because yeah. that, that's not me. At but all. I mean, it's like a mixed martial art, right? It's kind of like it's kind of like some people can be like a black belt and crowd work, and some can be a black belt and a joke writing or some right. could be a black belt in like just just so many little different intricacies that you could be good at it's and true. not everyone is has a main skill at one but it's like everyone's just trying to build each skill so like if you yeah. feel like you're good at like preparing and writing a joke maybe you're not as good at doing crowd work and that's something yeah. you want to work on but so that's not like you just have strength everybody has strength and Yes, and, uh, yeah. areas that they need to fix. Weaknesses and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, it's so true. But like, yeah, so fucking well done. Dark Side Comedy Club. Check, follow on Instagram. Uh, also follow Halifax Noise Comedy. Because honestly, that's just where I direct people. I get so many questions all the time. What's going on? I'm just like, mm. go to Halifax Noise Comedy. Like, I blindly like, share anything. Like, in, I, you know, <laughs> oh, like, let's tell everybody. I, <laughs> I am Halifax Noise Comedy. 
the face of it. We are, he has a face. But I did that just because I wanted the scene to grow. So I make sure that like a lot of people follow that just to keep updated with comedy shows. And I'll just I'll yeah. make sure I share the ones on Mondays, the ones on Tuesdays, the ones on Wednesdays, the ones on Thursdays. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't matter. I'll even share the comedy cove. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen. There's companies of all kinds around around this region. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, no. I don't look at it anybody's a competition. I feel like the more comedy, the better it is for Exactly. The scene. No, totally. Because yeah. it's establishing comedy as an art form here in Halifax. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Cause I do feel like it is one of those things that like I think it's slowly becoming more like we're starting to establish ourselves. Like it's really booming right now. Hmm. The amount of rooms that are going on. It might there's be a truly... little oversaturated, but that's that's fine. Yeah. Like I mean, there was so many more rooms, but the exact same amount of jokes. <laughs> Too many rooms, but not, like not really enough jokes. Really, um, every, any night of the week you can. Yeah. You can you can see and comedy that, and it allows it allows people to use Halifax as a home base for their comedy. They don't have mm -hmm. to go to Toronto and be somebody that can't get fight for stage time. You can you can just be established here and work Try. on your craft, and then go to other places and show them what Halifax comedy is about. So true. And there's so many newbies popping up now. It's awesome. It's crazy. I encourage it's most, golden age. A lot of people will message the Halifax Noise Comedy page and ask me like they're like I had a guy the other night. He just moved to New Glasgow and he wants to get on the Sunday show. And I was like, yeah, I actually have a show in New Glasgow next week. Do you want to jump on that? And then I'll just give them a list and who to contact. There's so many people like Itai. Remember him? Yeah. I, I literally there's so many people in the scene that people don't even realize how I uh Guided them into the scene. Did you guide Itai in? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love it. Because they'll just like they'll find the Halifax Noise comedy page and go, "Hey, just in yeah. town, I'm a comic." Yeah, yeah. And now what's happened is all the com comics will just guide them right to me. Yeah. So I have so many comics like messaging me from across Canada, trying to see. what You they must can spend a lot of time on your phone. Yeah, but it's only, only to watch TikTok. <laughs> only to watch TikTok? Do you watch a lot of TikTok? Oh yeah, I know you're it's, on TikTok. It's great. It's great for my uh, ADD. Oh yeah, no, I know. You just, it's just, it's that's all I watch. It's honestly, like, yeah. yeah. I think TikTok and like I think YouTube. I still watch quite a bit of YouTube, but I really don't sit down and watch shows or movies. No, anymore. I, just I mean, don't. I can, but it's like usually it has to be a Disney Plus show. Yeah, yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah, is yeah. that what you have? Well, I have them all, but just Disney just makes the best. It's hard to choose. I have to pick one one per month that I subscribe to because I'm on a budget right now. Like you alternate? Yeah. Uh, I would just pick Disney Plus. Like some some months it's Crave, some months it's Netflix. Yeah. I gotta I I'm I guess you don't have roommates, so like I have Disney Plus and my room yeah. one of my roommates will have like Prime and the other one will have Netflix. So it's like That would be amazing. Yeah, and we and then we all have cable too. Sometimes awesome. I like. Sometimes you know what I like watching a movie or something on cable because on commercials I'll just like use that as the time to go on my phone, and then when the show comes back yeah. on I just put the phone down because like if you not, get both you get a little break. Yeah, I mean, and, and in all fairness, 
most times if I watch something like a show or a movie, I'm on my phone anyway. Yeah. Like I used to do as a kid is I would just watch like a couple things at once. So I would never watch commercials. Mm-hmm. So like if it goes to commercial, I flick over to the other show. When that goes to commercial, I flick back. Holy over. moly, guacamole. Yeah. Do you actually have ADHD? Did you get diagnosed or no. you just think you have it? Oh, I definitely have it. Yeah, for like, sure. I just don't, I, I I think I have been tested, but I was so sneaky that like I just pretended I didn't. Was it like when you were younger? Yeah. Like you did like a hearing. Yeah. I, yeah, I've done those too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, like, do you think it's a problem in your life, or or is it like to a point uh, it where it can be a problem? But like, if as long as I'm aware of it, like, I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine. Okay, that's good. I was yeah. gonna say because like I I recently got officially diagnosed and put on medication for it yeah see i smoke a lot of weed though so it helps that probably would help it helps me kind of just like dial back my thought process i should smoke more weed all right um i think that's something i gotta do i'll smoke something right now uh yeah adhd i feel like there's so many people there's a who have it, it right for sure. I think some people are, are far more than others. Yeah. Like for me, it, it's so bad that it causes like depression. Yeah. Cause you overthink everything and you think that your thoughts in your own head are what everybody else is thinking. When yeah. in reality, you just overthought for your friends and everything. And Pretty everybody's much. not, everybody's not thinking what you're thinking. Yeah. And your brain's either, I feel like my brain is either like an overload or crashed. Yeah. Like it's 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 like one or the other. It's never really like just cool. Mm. <laughs> it's never really just chill. Um, but the um the weird thing is is I is I'm on antidepressants for ADHD, which is a strange way to go about it. But it's helping quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have I have lows and highs and yeah. Yeah. Some days I'll be like, oh no, the world's caving in on me. The next day I'm bouncing around like fucking Richard Simmons, having the best day of my life. Do you so? Okay, well, I'm going to save these for the assumptions segment uh, because I... Why don't you just do the assumption right now? Should we do assumptions? Why don't we do assumptions? Just hit it. Let's and get then, into it. And then we'll do voicemail. So, Robbie, we're going to do the assumption segment. So this is where I assume things about you and you tell me if I'm right or not. Perfect. One of them <laughs> was that you get stressed, but you don't show it outwards. Because I don't ever really see you be stressed. Okay, yeah. Like, like if you're stressed, I feel like it's not showing. Yeah. Is that true? That's 100% true. Fuck yeah, nailed it. So it's all in your head. It's all in my head? Like the stress is, it's all internal. Oh, yeah. You're but freaking out a... internally, but not yeah. X. But I think that that comes from the production and the event management side of things where you have to stay calm Yeah. when you're running events. Because like otherwise, things will I fall apart. I have a boiling point though, like where I will shoot off yeah and let people know that i'm not to be fucked with yes yeah it can be scary when that happens yeah um (laughs) but that's everyone has that but those are just moments when i'm reacting like that that's just a moment that doesn't mean that's how my that's just a moment and moments pass this too shall pass yeah like it's very i'm always i'm still friends with everybody but Mm -hmm. there's some people that i need to you know tell them how i feel because if i don't yeah. They'll never know. Yeah. You tell it like it is, too. Yeah. You're not someone who fucks around or I don't, I honestly, says empty your, words. Your feelings aren't getting in my way. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. if I hurt your feelings, I'll definitely, like, 
mend you back to health. <laughs> but yes, in the moment, I'm not letting your feelings ruin my thought. Yes, which means I feel like you need to hear it. Not uh, not that's you another, personally, but well, that's another assumption I had. I said you give a lot of tough love. Yeah, no, the toughest, toughest, which some people can't get down with all the time. Then they can't get down with old Robbie Vino. But this is the thing about understanding your friends and mm. why they are the way they are. Because mm. if you know why someone is the way that they are, like I'm not a tough love person. Mm. You and I are not similar in that way. Um, but once I figure out this is how Robbie is. Mm-hmm. When that happens, I can then go, this is how Robbie is. Yeah. But you know? I'm going to be, Robbie is as Robbie is, right? I'm not, right. not going to warm you into it. Nope. No warming in. Robbie says it like it is. No. Um, like I, lobsters to a boil. <laughs> I, I also said you get high every day. Every day. Every single day. Well, yeah. Is it some days more than others? Depends on how much time I have. Is it like... I'm fascinated by this because I've never been someone who um, has regularly smokes. Yeah. Like it's just never been like part of my like daily routine to like smoke weed. So is it like a thing where you like you, you do it when you wake up? Yeah, eventually. Yeah. You do it like throughout the I day. I like too. doing it like I'll take my dog for a walk and smoke a joint. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm going to do something fun, I'll smoke a joint to make it more fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. And it's it's beneficial to your life, not a it's hindrance. It's beneficial to everybody that I'm high. Because <laughs> it softens my blade. Is there, oh, I like that. Is there a type of weed that you find is better for you? Than no, that? I'm not one of those weird weed nerds. I just like getting high. And if, mm. it's, and if it's one of those weeds that makes me like do like a self audit of my whole being and everything I've done bad in my life, then that's just the risk I took getting high. Ooh, you should time. smoke that one now. <laughs> <laughs> I love self audits. Um, this is another one. This is just and it's the numbers probably higher. I'm going to put a one in front the of this number. Probably higher? The numbers probably higher. So I said you talk to at least 15 comics per day. <laughs> Yeah, that's probably whether that's like on the phone or yeah, like, probably, like texting. Yeah. Like I, I was thinking about it. I was like, even comics as like comic to comic friends probably don't talk to each other as much as like like you as a producer mm. talks to like the amount of comics that you do. Yeah, and yeah, and I have yeah, I have lots of comic friends and yeah, lots of people messaging me about wanting to do comedy and lots of people just. Yeah, and then the local comics and the out of town comics. You're just constantly sheep herding. Yeah, yeah, but it's like herding cats. You like it though. Yeah, I I mean I'd rather just be a comic. Yeah, and not have to worry about all the making sure everything everybody else is good and set up and made sure that the lighting's good for them and the sounds good for them. I'd rather someone else do it for me. But uh, there's I feel like there's nobody. It's kind like, of one of those things nobody, where someone has to do it kind of thing. Yeah, it's just and and no one no one will do it for me, so I have to do it for me and then everybody kind of just benefits from that. Okay, can I throw something back to you about that? Yeah, go for do it. you think you're a control freak in in some ways like do you Absolutely think if, do you think if someone tried to like set up a show? Everybody does. And then like do you, do you think that you it would be hard for you to not go into producer mode of like this should be there and that you know what I, I mean? would suggest things and then say I have this that would help if they I I would right. let anybody fail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's fun to see too. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, failing is like learning. Like yeah, it's a, failing is learning. Well, and then I get to do the I told you so. Oh, I love the I told you so moments. But uh, no, I don't. I don't. I, it's that's not why I'm doing it. I'm not here to make anybody look bad. Yeah. But if anybody like I, I have a a lot of experience producing shows, and I'm pretty well entangled in the bar scene and the production scene and the comedy scene. That like I can give anybody advice. Like I. I'm basically doing that all over. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All over the Maritimes. I'll I'll even Nick Burden that runs the Laugh Lounge in Ottawa. I'll give him shit about lighting and shit like that. Just because I want everything to be good. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no harm in I know if I I have a suggestion that I think would make it better and you don't take my advice, I'm not going to be sour about it. Yeah, exactly. I deal with Dave Sears I, a lot. Dave, we love you. I know you watch. Dave, Oasis Comedy Tuesdays. He's definitely watching. We said his name. Every Tuesday. His birthday is next Tuesday. We got the, cele- uh, what was it? The celebration of Dave Sears next week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so excited. He's going to headline. Is it just Brian's going to host. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, Didn't he just headline it? Okay. That's that, all right. That, it's was, your, it's that, your, was, that was the debate we had, whether it, he should host or headline. And I said, I go, what are you going to call it? And he said, the celebration of Dave Sears. I go, well, you have to headline. Yeah. Dave, fuck yeah. Good for you, Dave. And I'm available to headline Oasis at any time you'd like, because I haven't headlined an open mic yet. I'd rather I'd rather open there. Oasis. Just putting that out there. Open? Mm. Like Bullet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't mind bulleting as much as I thought I would. It's the best. Yeah. I feel like for high energy people like us, it's it's fun. I, I feel like, yeah, just getting it out of the way because like I'm all ramped up and wanting to go and right? I'm thinking about a thousand things. And if I don't get on stage right away, I'm going to lose that thought. And then I'm just like, ah. Well, but I also don't mind going. I don't like headlining. I don't like close. I, I don't. Closing the show is so much. There's pressure. a lot of pressure. The crowd's usually a little tired by that point. And like I Ian Black made me headline the Sunday Sillies once and Peter Anthony was before me. And I'm like, no, well, I should just not headline and just let the headliner headline. <laughs> that's not the weed, that's just my cough. Um Do you want some? Uh, yes, come to the devil's side. Yeah, why not? I have a cough anyway. Yeah. Mm. It's not COVID, right? Don't just put it in your cheeks. Swallow it. Like inhale it into your lungs. My lungs are also very yeah, but sensitive I mean, right you now. You can't just put it in your cheeks. <laughs> you might... <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Like I mean, I don't smoke. You got a clip. <laughs> I don't smoke a lot. I those fucking weed gummies that you gave me fucked me up, man. Oh, Sarah's lady luck ones. Yeah. Yeah. Showed up to Lady Luck. So turns out I took a whole one. That's a lot. What's a whole one? Like the a 20, whole bag? The or? 20 milligrams. Just one gummy. Oh. <laughs> but but like I told people that I took the 20 MGs or whatever. Yeah. And people were like, you took 20? And I was like, oh. yeah. And I was fucked, man. Yeah. It got me real high. Yeah. Like I. You're at like my stepmom's level of eating weed gummies then. She eats about 20. Like 20, 20 milligrams? No, like 120. Oh, for you, is that a lot? No. 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 What's no, like no. a strong gummy for you? 
Like I'll start at a hundred. Holy moly! <laughs> like I'll eat a whole Holy. one of those bags. The most Holy I ate fuck. was four hundred. Four hundred. I think that's the most. And you got real fucking high. Yeah. Fuck. And you had fun. Well, I mean, it was during the pandemic. I was by myself, so I made uh, chicken shake and bake, and uh, I did a. I mean, you baked. Yeah, a potato scallop. But I also took like a. <laughs> I also took like a Sorry. 20 hour shower. <laughs> I was in the shower forever. Like while high. Yeah. Cause you just don't want to get over that warm water. Right. <laughs> You're like, Oh, this is going to change my whole. Mood. I will say high showers are fun. Mm. Yeah. They feel real good. I actually drank a beer in the shower before I came here to prep. Prepped. So I came a little, I came like three beer in. Oh, look at that. Uh, more assumptions. Let me see. I just wrote, um, I guess these two kind of go hand in hand. You tend to intimidate people. That's their fault. But then I, I also said <laughs> that's people, an assumption. So I said that's an observation. I said people, <laughs> people think you are more serious than you actually are. That's true. That's probably because I don't have good vision and I'm always kind of just like trying to see things. <laughs> so it just makes me look grumpy. So you're just like always glaring, but you're really squinting yeah, to see. That's a hundred percent true. <laughs> okay, there you go, people. If Robbie's glaring at you. Um, it's not because he doesn't like you. It might be because he doesn't like you. I'll never but tell. It's because you're blurry. Yeah, you definitely are blurry. <laughs> so funny. Um, okay, here's another one. Um, you have a good poker face. Yeah. So like, are, are you good no, at poker? No, I don't have a good poker. You face. don't? No. Can you it, do? Can you? Okay. Can we play a game then? It's hard for me to hide my thought, and I can show you my thought with my face. Can, so if you say something stupid, you get a Okay. Uh, let me say something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> say less. <laughs> Already done. Yeah. This, uh, episode's done. Um, what's something stupid that I could say? Um, <laughs> uh, I, I was actually like super agitated this week because I'm a Taurus rising and Mer <laughs> Mercury is in retrograde right now. Oh wait, no, I'm. You gotta wait and see if I can hold my face. Oh uh, okay. So I lost you at Taurus rising. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <gosh>, shit. <laughs> so do you, the tide you, wasn't right that you don't morning. Play poker. I do play poker. Yeah. Are you good at it? Yeah, but I yeah I am. Okay, so. I guess technically you have a good poker face. Yeah, but you're. But I meant for reacting that, for that kind of thing. Like if I'm if I'm upset with you, my face will let you know. Yes, it will. Yeah, yeah. Those are my assumptions. I did pretty good. You did great. Do you have any assumptions about me? Um, do I have any assumptions about? You? I'm pretty open. People tend to not have assumptions about me because they just know me. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. No, you kind of you kind of are like a fashion magazine. Like as soon as you can flip through the pages and get the gist. Christ. Okay. That's, uh, no, I, was, I like that. I, I said that as a compliment. I know. I know. No, that's why I'm like, I never, I just never heard it said like that, that, that before. Do you know what I mean? Like if you read the it article, is, you probably would learn a little bit more. What you get is what you see. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Okay. But, but like I said, there's articles in a fashion magazine. So if you want to go in more depth, there's depth to it. Yes. But and that if is, you flip through, you can kind of get the gist. That's what I meant. I like that. So that says that I'm presenting a decent version of myself, yeah. but there's also more. There's that more you, to there's more each that, one of those things you're presenting, but you don't 
it to to like you, you don't need to go that in. I like that. Yeah, I like, and I like that a lot. I like it too because I said it. <laughs> <laughs> and the the articles are um, they can two hundred and thirty seven f- episodes of a long form podcast that exist on the internet that have I've said everything about my life on. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. you really could find no one said anything yeah, yet about the crazy more, shit I've said. Yeah, you're more than an open book. <laughs> I'm 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 not an open book. I'm just uh I'm a poster. You're an <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a poster. Yeah. Okay, so we did the assumptions. Now we're gonna get to the voicemails. Can I just look at my phone? It was been You can. I'm gonna refresh the voicemails. Okay. Wait, we didn't get on. any new ones in the past little bit. No, we gotta call Alex McKenzie here. We're gonna call Alex McKenzie right now. Well he just called is this can you hear that in the yep. thing? Okay. I don't know if you can hear me though. It's on speaker. It's on speaker. Robbie, what's going on, man? Hey, man, just on a podcast. I was just wondering. Oh, Alex McKenzie here. Uh, I just was wondering if you could call that link and leave me a question or a little rant. Yeah, do you want me to do it right now? Yeah, please. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry, dude. I didn't know if it was like, I'm like, I can't afford to have my account hacked right now. No. Sarah's face does look like a hacker's face. I'll give her that. All right. Uh, All right. Thanks, dude. Fuck you. No All right, bye. Listen, Robbie's shameless in getting voicemails. Uh, I need you as a co-host on the show, so I can. I get would more co-host the show with you. I'm. Uh, I could be the drunk part of it. Seriously, thinking about potentially starting another. Mm, actually, never mind. We're not talking about this right let's now. Let's talk about it. Let's no. let's let me be a guest host of the podcast. Well, one I was time. thinking of doing like a Kelly Ripa situation where I could like have people um, audition. As a co-host, and then at the end of it, I pick a co-host. Fuck that. This is my addition. I am your co-host. Let's do it. Well, Scott McLean, you have competition. Oh, so no, I would you say- and Scott can do it and just fight the whole time <laughs> <laughs> and just have him overbearing you with opinions and opinions. But that's, he gets the, the views, and so do you, though. So I got to say, like, you and Scott Look would at be- his views versus my views, and I think you'll have I your answer. I don't know. You both get quite a bit. But you You're have also Scott watching his video of his argument- <laughs> Multiple, <laughs> multiple, multiple times. Oh my gosh! Okay, well, we'll see. He's what as vain as that big vein in his forehead when he's thinking. <laughs> you ever seen it? I've seen the vein. Yeah. Well, we me, Scott and I had to edit out a whole hour long fight, so we sat. That's down, what I mean. We yeah. sat down to record a podcast and fought for a whole hour. Yeah, and so, then still did a podcast after fighting and making up. Yeah, <laughs> that's friendship. <laughs> That's cool. Then that's he should be your host. Did you see my supercut of when I sped it up? And it's just us being like, ah, like, 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 like I put it on. I, I time lapsed it. Oh, my God. So funny. To answer your question. No, I haven't. Oh, it's it's good. I put it to music. It was great. All right. Oh, yeah. So we have voicemails for Robbie. And the only reason we have these voicemails is because Robbie is on the podcast. So thank you to all of Robbie's <laughs> friends for yeah. sending these. Actually, I think one might be my, my friend. I don't know if you know oh, this yeah? first voicemail. What's the name? Um, it is from, do you know someone named Ava? Because I do. Ava? Yeah. Yeah, I know an Ava. Do you? What's her Instagram handle? I don't know. But I do know an Ava. Dark hair? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> But I I think I know multiple people named Ava. Mm, okay. So you might recognize the voice. Okay. I know this person. Where is she from? Halifax. Okay. 
Um, lovely individual. Here we go. Here is Ava. Have you ever ghosted someone? Fuck every person I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ghost my dog. <laughs> Just like, like not show up and yeah. not feed him. Yeah. Not take him for a walk. Like ghost. Like is ghosting in the sense of not texting back or ghost like just never. I think ghost is a little more serious. Oh, yeah. No, I've ghosted people. So yeah. like I would give it 48 hours. To what? After 48 hours, it's a ghost. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, multiple people. My dad. <laughs> like, uh, Okay. But you she mean might, in a relationship? Yeah, she term? might be referring yeah. in terms of dating. Absolutely, then. If I would do it to any member of my family, I would definitely do it to a person. Ha- have you, though? Yeah, I'm yeah. saying, yeah. So, so you've not been interested in just, like, ghosted? Yeah. Was it... Um, I don't... Just remember. after, like, a date or two? Or, like, something more serious? Yeah, both. <laughs> I love this. Just like a unashamed ghoster. Yeah. I'm What's a your logic? Bitch. What's <laughs> your? It's mean. Why would you ghost? Why not just write someone saying, "I'm not interested." Oh, just because I probably my AD my ADHD. If you if as once you get out of my top little text thing, you probably I'll never hear from you again. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I feel like ghosting, I think maybe what you're doing is less serious than actual ghosting. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. Actual I, ghosting would be like, hi, what's going on? What, like, you know, like I'm writing the person being like, yeah, why aren't you responding? And then they still don't respond and they, yeah, they drop off the, like, fizzle out is different. Uh, okay. Well, maybe I'm just like, I'm a little spirit. <laughs> I'm not like a full <laughs> ghost. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just I'm like you can still talk to me on the Ouija board <laughs> yeah you're not I don't think you went you've gone full I, yeah, ghost okay. you'd know if By you went full, full ghost I, to ghosting to me is just like if I would have showed up tonight yeah I've I, never I, ghosted yeah I've never ghosted you're a I've, ghost buster I've been ghosted you've been ghosted yeah pretty bad yeah I guess I don't think about it too much to know if I've then you probably haven't okay well then fuck Sorry, Ava, I have not. Yeah. I think what you do is you probably fizzle out or you're just unreliable. Or (laughs) I would say, yeah, all of that. Okay. So we heard from Ava. Next voicemail is from somebody named Michael Carmichael. I love that he put his his email address in. I should probably bleep that. Sarah, it's maybe Jermaine. Play. Jermaine did. Uh, I know Jermaine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But he's done the Laughing Color show. Uh, he came to Frankenstein. He's funny as hell. Very funny. Let's hear from. He didn't know. Quote unquote. To, I, I'm Michael excited Carmichael. to hear what he says. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rob, Rob Vino. Uh, this is uh, Michael Carmichael from uh, the Dip Pump Factory. Uh, we got your email. And uh, unfortunately, we don't make dick pumps that small, uh, you know. But if we do in the future, we'll be sure to reach out. God bless. Well, good try. <laughs> Any comments? Clap box? Nah. Nothing? Whatever website he read that off is fine. <laughs> Snap. Um, okay. Next voicemail is, you, an, is anonymous. I don't know who this is. Anonymous. 
Hey, Robbie and Sarah. This is Sarah's alter ego. Um, I want to so know lame. what your biggest failure was in terms of a show that you planned. What show was the biggest flop that you planned? Oh, probably this weekend. <laughs> Weekend. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I what? can't. I uh, to on, answer that honestly. Uh, at the end of every show, I never think they're a failure. Oh, I like that. Okay. Yeah, I always have like a like even if there's two people in the audience, I still kind of I had fun. <laughs> okay, I like that a lot. Even other people's shows that they think there was a failure, I like I still have fun. Like I'm just doing jokes. Like I'm just here to have fun. You enjoy it. Yeah. Next caller, Kevin Spencer. Do you know Kevin Spencer? I feel like these, a lot of these people are putting in fake names, perhaps. I think so. Okay, or Vino, uh, wrestling's going to be the theme. Three questions. Oh, it's Colin What would be Spencer. your theme music if you were a wrestler? What is the Ooh. worst wrestling move to take? And what is your favorite moment all time in wrestling? Thanks. Huge fan. Ooh, this is Kevin I love, Spencer. I'm a I didn't realize you were into wrestling. I'm a huge wrestling fan. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we can we can replay it if if you want to. No. Was that it? He was said uh, entrance music. I'd probably do Seven Nation Army just because, like, I kind of as a comic, you kind of had like some shows. I like to have like music when just kind of break up the silence. Some shows don't do that, but I like a little bit more production. So yeah, uh, Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. That's I'd, great. Uh, that's like would be my favorite. Um, the favorite song to sing and close a show would be All Star by Smash Mouth, but uh, <laughs> I can sing that to any tune. Uh, and worst finishing move to take would probably be the uh, Concerto by Edge and Christian, because like you get hit with two chairs in the head. That seems like the worst. Holy shit. And best wrestling moment of all time was when Jake the Snake Roberts bit... Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage in the arm with his snake. I was like a little kid, and that was a like, real snake bit him. Yeah, he like he took it and just like had him like tied in the ropes, and then he just like bit his arm with it. And I think I was like maybe five or six, and it was like right out around Saturday morning cartoons. I was like, "Fuck yeah, wrestling!" It was hooked. Holy moly! That's like my earliest wrestling memory. That and like Shawn Michaels kicking Marty Jannetty through the glass at the barber shop, Brutus Beefcake. Barbershop when oh. the rockers broke up. I don't know these words. Yeah. But so um, that was just I'm for, sure the wrestling that was listeners. What did he call himself? Kevin's Kevin ben, Spencer. Kevin Spencer. Yeah. I used to uh I hung up with a group of friends uh a while ago that was big into wrestling and I used to watch the WrestleMania and Royal Rumble. Mm. Truly enjoyed it. It's so entertaining. Mm. Even if you like, even if you don't follow it consistently, yeah, it's it's it, entertaining as fuck. Well, there's 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 to get into it. There's a story with it, right? I there's once a oh, it was a bad guy versus a good guy. Yes, in the, the like, heels. Yeah, so the heels will do. They have like a certain kind of way they would do a match to win it, and then the heel or the face would be like the guy that would be like, you know, he's always gonna do the right thing. The hero. and that story is within all that other stories. Yeah, um, I once cosplayed. Page. Oh, okay. Yeah. Page from wrestling. Yeah. Like for a page, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, you took a shift at the casino? (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Do you know Candace? Candace? Candace. <laughs> Generic name. I think, is it just one name? Candace. I bet it's Ava. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, I bet it. All right. Here we go. Hearing from Candace. Hi, this is Candace. Um, <laughs> Robbie and I used to sleep together. Um, he was an amazing lover, um, but that's not why I'm making this. Robbie, I was actually talking to a girlfriend of mine the other day, and we were talking about guys with tattoos, and I was telling her about your tramp stamp and how cute it was, but I just couldn't remember exactly what it said. Um so I was wondering if like you could maybe like I'm going to listen to this podcast and I was wondering maybe if you could just like tell everybody what the, your tramp stamp says and then I can tell my girlfriends. Thank you. It's a great question. Or show the camera. I don't have a tramp stamp. You know that it was just my friend just being a fucker. Uh, do I, can I, I, I don't have a tramp stamp. So can I just reveal who that was? Sure. Because he's probably called in again. It's Brody. It was one of the improvers, Brody. Oh, from nice. From the Sunday sesh. So oh, funny. He, he, he's he's on TikTok and Instagram. You probably, can we put like his yeah, handle? Yeah, we sure or, can. Like, picture him right here. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, big shout out to him. Love it. Uh, Sunday sesh. Yeah. And yeah, him and him and Joe Harfouche come out. We do like a little whose line is it anyways. They do a little bit of improv and. Oh no, we have super fun. So uh th- that's that slightly was scary. Like <laughs> like that that voice. I didn't enjoy it. It made me uncomfortable. What would your tram stamp say if you were forced to get one? Uh I think it would just be like it would does it have to be words? Words are like I guess an image or symbol or whatever. What would it be? Probably the jackass symbol with like the crutches mm. and the skull and like the little sailor hat. <laughs> I'd get like a butterfly or something, like something very yeah. stereotypical. Uh, it's a very like nineties. What's the what's what's the star sign that's sixty nine? Pisces. That's what my sister. Oh, wait, has. no. Gemini. Yeah. Is it Gemini? I think so. I think you might be right. Let me actually go, let me Google. Gemini no, July August symbol. No. You, why symbols. don't you know? Them? I know you think I would, right? Yeah, you put a lot into your feelings about it oh cancer cancer yeah so that's what my sister erin has ah. as her tramp stamp her zodiac 69 it's weird listen it tells people right away yeah. that she's a cancer yeah. and <laughs> i love a cancer woman love a cancer woman hate a cancer man okay I but I, I mean the male version of every sign sucks who's to say who's what gender these days who knows everybody can everybody love everybody there we go. Another voicemail from Kermit the Frog. <laughs> this is awesome. This is really fun. Here we go. <laughs> I love this. Hey, Robert. It's Kermit the Frog. Um, you might not know me, but um, Sweetums is kind of out of the picture of the Muppets, and we're kind of looking for a, re- a replacement for Sweetums. So I was just wondering if you might be free next Thursday um, to come on the Muppet Show to replace Sweetums. Uh, not many lines. <laughs> But uh, if you if you would just, uh, just send me a, send me an email at um, the Muppet Show at gmail Thanks so much, Robert. I uh, hope to hear from you. Well, well, obviously, I'm super excited because I fucking love the Muppets and Kermit the Frog. I'm a big fan of Kermit the Frog, 
So, of course, yeah, I would totally be willing to do the Muppet Show on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell was that? That was Kermit the fucking frog. What are you talking about? I don't like mystery. Well, I want to know who it was. Think about it harder. Is it someone I know? I'm not. It's Everybody knows who Kermit the Frog is. No, the person who called. Yeah, it was Kermit the Frog. Okay. Kermit the Frog, man. Mm, hello, I'm Kermit the Frog, reporting for Sesame Street News. Next voicemail is apparently from Robbie's Bedsheets. Oh, gross. Hey, Robbie, it's your bedsheets calling. I just wanted to know when you were going to change us. It's been a while and we're a bit crusty. Um, yeah, it would be nice to get changed once in a while. Let us know. Thank you. Uh, fuck. How often do you change your sheets? I don't know why my bedsheets would call me out like that. It's so rude. I don't. I just changed them the other day. Did you change them or wash them? Well, I have, you know, a rotation of bed sheets. Yeah, I have, I have so a joke about how I'm like, I'm so poor that I only have one set of sheets. <laughs> so I never change my sheets. I only wash them. I, don't, I only have one pair. Okay. Set. So, so then. One set. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> you, have, you have multiple sets. Yeah, so when, when I want to change, I just change it. And how often? I think once a month. Okay, that's pretty good. Right? Or when I want to. I thought I heard something insane that it should be every week. Yeah, but probably. That's, that's insane. But I don't live with my mother anymore. Who has the time for that? Yeah. No one. I love my mom. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my mom. Shout out to Robbie's mom. <laughs> and Robbie's sister with the cancer tattoo. Yeah, shout out to Aaron. Shout out to Aaron. All right. Next voicemail. Past intoxicated guest. Mark Who's, Anthony. I'm assuming oh, it? I'm assuming it's Mark Anthony Synagoga. It's probably Brody again. What's up, guys? It's Mark Anthony. Uh, quick question for Robbie Vino. What is your favorite thing to order at McDonald's? And I think it'd be funny if you told the story of what happened on our last little road trip at the McDonald's. Ciao. Oh, oh my God. Was this recent? I wish I didn't smoke the joint because, like, it's a fucking banger of a story. Because make me, Dan, and Mark, Dan Henderkin, and Mark Anthony Sinagona went to Fredericton. Yeah. And we stopped in the McDonald's in uh, Sackville, gassed up. And my favorite thing to order is a double Big Mac dressed like a cheeseburger. But there's something, I think they call it something else. Like, it's a Dan and him kept calling it a double. I forget a double macker or something. Anyways, we were ordering a bunch of those dressed like Big Macs, double cheesers dressed like Big Macs, and there was three orders. And this person at the counter could not fucking figure out our order, mm. and I just kept saying, "No more Big Mac," and then they would just say, "Big Mac." There's no more Big Mac. It was just like the it was one of the oh worst experiences gosh. ever. I just. We're at the drive-thru? Yeah. That's the worst. And it was like, when we got there, it was just like this North Korean guy and this young kid that's probably never done anything work in his life. And this guy just was like, here, yeah. And he gave us our food and we got out of there. It it was, it looked like hell in that McDonald's. Did they get the orders right? Probably not, eh? Yeah, no. No. No, Definitely not. No. But we ate ate whatever they gave us. It's like, you know, a bunch of dudes just (laughs) waiting for food. 
No more Big Mac. No yeah. more Big Mac. But it's a double double Big Mac dressed like a cheeseburger. But Which, so no Mac sauce? No, be, there would be Mac sauce on a double cheeseburger dressed like a Big Mac. It's just like the double cheeseburger dressed, dressed like, like a, a Big, Big Mac. Mac. Oh, I think you said it the other way around. When I was confused. okay. Well, just like it's just literally without the center bun. I like that. It's way better. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Yeah, I get actually very me and Eric Johnson when we were coming back. We ordered six of them, and it was like, Christ. it was like a competition. It was like, you want, you want three? Yeah, I want three. And he's like, you want three? I was like, I want three. I ended up eating five of them. Dear Lord, I don't know why that's a brag, but yeah. Um, always stresses me out. McDonald's drive-throughs and multiple people in the car. Yeah, because like, that's does one ha- does yeah, one person order for everybody, or does everybody chime in with their order? Mm, I as the driver yeah what would you do it depends who wants stuff if the backs I would just like roll the back down yeah so pretend I would tell the person we have how many orders Mm -hmm. and then everybody's up right okay yeah that's easier no better than putting it on yourself yeah unless I'm buying it all and everybody in the car can just shut the fuck up yeah I'm buying it and I'll just buy enough for everybody. Next voicemail, also anonymous. Here we go. Hello, Robert Vino. It's the City Morgue calling. We're just wondering if you were going to pick up the bodies you had us set aside today or if you wanted us to keep <laughs> them on ice until the weekend. Um, just let us know. Um, our number is one 229 6644 if you could just give us a call and ask for Janet, that would be fantastic. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> uh, Explain yourself. <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> come on. <laughs> if that actually was true, I would not talk about it. <laughs> if that was actually true, this podcast would cut right now. Yeah, because we would have another body to take care There'd of. There'd be another body. Yeah. At least I have a phone number to call. Very true. Just refresh one more time. Okay, we got a new one. All right. Next voicemail is Steve from Blockbuster. (laughs) Hey, Robbie. This is uh, Steve with Blockbuster Video Calling. Uh, Looks like Backdoor Bandits 3 and uh, Big Busty Babysitters 4 are overdue. Uh, So if those aren't back by midnight tonight, you will incur late charges, which is fine. Uh, We can just charge those to the credit card we have on file. Um, if you uh, do not want that, we do need them back by midnight. Uh, whatever you want to do, Robbie, if you could just let us know, please. Uh, just give us a call. My phone number is uh, 778-555-4329. That is 778-555-4329. Thank you. It's really good that they have uh, Chris Griffin's uh card on file not my card because me and chris griffin uh ordered those when we were in charlottetown and it's pretty embarrassing so i don't know wait this is you really did sarah are you stupid (laughs) (laughs) jesus christ i'm just trying to play along do a little improv and then i forgot you're fucking gullible as fuck i don't do sarcasm that was my bits i don't i'm all the realness Uh, there was a funny yeah okay Who's Chris Griffiths? Griffin? Griffin. Uh, He's a comic from uh, 
well, I think he's from Alberta, but he lives in BC or he lives in Alberta. Anyways, he just oh. filmed a, he just did a record album taping at Broken City in Calgary where they do the show, the Monday Night Comedy Show. It's really mm. fun. Shout out. Next voicemail from Poochie Cress. Oh my God. I forgot. So I heard that Robbie Vino has the biggest dick at the Toothy Moose. I just wanted to know <laughs> is it true? Oh. That he does, and if so, how long has he held that record? <laughs> this is conflicting information from our previous voice. I I know, um, but uh, to be fair, I do work with all females, so I would by default. Don't undersell yourself. I mean, Sarah, I'm just kind of playing along, trying to be funny, <laughs> and you keep not getting the joke. But uh, yeah, no. Is it all females? Yeah, well, I'm the only male bartender. Oh. And then it's all barbacks. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch Tunar is the one of the barbacks. He's enjoying it. I love having him there. And oh, him, that's him. where Mitch is working now. Yeah, I him saw and, like Diener, new uh, the new barbacks. Mm. It's fun. That's really fun. But yeah, all the I would just I just work with all girls. Mm. How, how's that? I've 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 it's you grew up with girls. I grew up with girls. Yeah, yeah. You're used to these I'm bitches. A, yeah, I'm a Spice Girl. Which one? Posh, of course. <laughs> oh my god! I just pictured you in a tight black dress. Yeah, that's your oh fault, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was fun though. Thank you everybody for sending those voicemails. Is that it? That's it. As of now, I'll keep refreshing, okay. and we can check throughout the the rest of the pod. But thank uh, you guys for sending those in. That was a lot uh, of fun. I'm so honored, Kermit the Frog sent one in. Still so starstruck. Um, the next segment is the rant segment. So this is what's pissing you off right now. What's something that's bugging you? Something you can pop off about. Something that oh, angers man. you. I have too much to be happy for to start ranting about things. I'm. Uh... This isn't a positive podcast. Get get mad. I need a reason to be mad. I don't have a reason to be mad. I'm kind of nothing stuck. pisses you off. Oh, everything pisses me off. Oh, I was one. at Costco the fucking other day. Here, here we go. Here's a rant. Okay. Yeah, Let's I can it. give you a rant. You want a fucking rant? They're intoxicated land. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me fucking, let's get ready. Cause like, all right. Have you Pop been off. to Costco? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I don't have a car or a membership. Cool. I've, I've gone. This makes me like Costco a little bit, so I'm going to kind of dial it back. But I've this gone. Absolutely... It's been a while. But... Yeah. So you know how they have like the little samples? Mm. Yeah. I mean, they have yeah. like person there like hand out little samples. Yes. Well, during the pandemic, they didn't hand out anything. They just stood behind a little. Put your hands down. Blocking your face. There you go. They they don't. Oh, but that's what I meant. Like they're blocked they, oh. were, they, they were they weren't handing anything out they were just like basically a uh display of <laughs> what you could have if it wasn't a pandemic but they still needed to pay this person but now they're back samples are back so i was going around getting my samples and sometimes you get caught behind some chatty people and these people were telling the lady that they're really into gluten it was like a little pizza you get a little slice of pizza and these people are like oh well we we're, we're fucking this that telling them like what kind of pizza. like not grabbing any of the pizza just standing in the way talking mm. and then the guy looked at me and he fucking goes we only eat gluten <laughs> <laughs> to me 
I didn't ask him anything. I'm literally tri- with my brain trying to remove him from oh my, my face. And I looked at him and I just went, I'm not into cults, but I will take a slice of pizza. <laughs> he said, I'm really, and we only eat gluten? Mm-hmm. So they were pro-gluten. Yeah, but this pizza wasn't. Oh, so they were bitching about that. They were just talking about it. Oh and then the guy thought I would care. And then I told him I'm not into fucking cults. <laughs> and uh, I grabbed a slice of pizza and got the fuck out of there. What was their response? I didn't wait. That's so funny. He just kind of was like, what? <laughs> Oh, I can say it so it's gosh. not mean. It was like it was funny in the moment, but I, it was annoying. I don't like people that share too much. Oh, people who overshare. Yeah, just keep it cash. That's why we're not close friends. Perfect. <laughs> I overshare a lot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I avoid you. <laughs> I <know. laughs> See, uh, I see, now I need to tell you, Sarah, I'm just joking. I, know. You can't I got be. it. Sarcasm meter. Uh, words are not bullets. I got it. They're not. They're not. Uh, that was a good rant. I, 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 do you go to Costco a lot? No. No. But like I do to like get propane. It's cheap there and chicken and toilet paper. and Just grocery store etiquette overall is something I could rant about forever. I just, I hate like weaving through slow walkers and well you probably liked and, what i liked and it was like midnight superstore or sobeys that's oh hell yeah don't have to talk to anybody that's the best ring it in yourself just listen to a podcast like intoxicated with robbie vino and sarah yeah um and just like go about your day not have to talk to anybody yeah yeah i hate crowded grocery stores mm. and people who don't move along I mean, we are getting people from Ontario, though. They're going to speed us along because they're not going to wait for fucking people. They're going to rapidos. Yeah, it's... Um, they're coming from the big smoke, the six. I would fit in good with them. I don't like wasting time unless there's no one around, in which case I will take my time, but only if no one's around. Yeah, I'm not going to waste anybody's time. But no. if there's if I'm not affecting anybody, I'm taking my time. Mm-hmm. I'll let people go ahead just so I can have more time. Yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, all right. Well, we have no choice but to get to the next segment. What's that? This is going to be an interesting one. You got my segments, right? You know what's coming. Uh, I don't know what's coming next, no. This is the what's wrong with you segment. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with Robbie Vino? What's something you're working on? An insecurity, a flaw, bad habit? Smoking. Something that makes us go, you're not not a perfect person. Yeah, I smoke cigarettes. Do you want to quit? Yeah, I do. Maybe I'll quit right now after this pack. Have you made... No, I'll be too cranky this weekend, so maybe on Monday. See what I mean? <laughs> so it's, it's a true addiction. Yeah. Um, have you ever tried to quit? Yeah, I did before the pandemic. Mm. And I was doing good. I was doing a little bit of vapey vape. And then uh, then we got locked down into our fucking apartments. Mm. And then there was a carton of cigarettes from sitting there. And I ran out of vape juice one day. And one smoke led to another smoke. <coughs> what is it about smoking that I've never understood it? 
in terms of why people get addicted to it. What is it about I think it? It just kind of like softens you out. Not you know, like kind of, but I think it's like what the withdrawal is what creates it. So I think mm-hmm. it's just a cycle it puts you in. But like it does give you a little bit of a high. Yeah, a little wakes you up a bit. Yeah. It doesn't make it's good, you like it's good for creativity and stuff like there's there are benefits to nicotine. It's just all the bullshit that's in a cigarette. Yeah, I'm pretty you know I mean? big on like encouraging my friends to quit smoking. Yeah, mostly because like, no, I want to quit. It's just I just I don't know. I feel like I go exercise enough that I can balance it out, but you can't beat it. So, no, I'll, I'll eventually I'll, my goal this summer is to quit. I just I just want to get through some things because I don't want to be like, I, I don't know. I think it's all in my head that I'll be grumpy and cranky, but I think I can get through it. You could probably like power. It's probably just for a certain amount of time that you'd be feeling that. Yeah, I think, uh, I think you can through. steam the nicotine out of you, too. Like if you go like when you quit smoking, do like some hot steams and then it will get out of all your pores and stuff like that. It'll probably make it easier. A sauna? Yeah. Hmm. Are saunas like saunas are a thing that like a lot of people are doing right now? But like, where do you go? You just find a sauna. Like, do gyms have saunas? I'm confused. Some gyms have saunas. Yeah. Okay. Like, I know the flotation center has a sauna. Well, there you go. But look, look no further. You found one. But it's like not really like it's it's nice. Don't get me wrong. But um, I wouldn't say it's like overly intense. So your crutch is cigarettes. Yeah. Do you think you're a workaholic? No. I think I could work harder. Okay, that's it. I think I can work harder. Hmm. Like be more, mo- like just just do more? Because you do so much. Yeah, I know. I feel like it's like, I don't know. I feel like I could like write more and do stuff like that more. But like, I don't know. I like my downtime too. Downtime is very nice to have. Yeah. And like if I, I, find, I find it's funny that I, like when I try to do like a written joke, like on stage, mm-hmm. it just doesn't, it just feels. It's not your uh, style. Yeah. I don't like it. I like, I like kind of having an idea of what I'm going to say and then try and like figure out how to say it. And sometimes I can't figure out if that was like, it's almost like people have to tell me like that was funny and then I can keep it. Otherwise mm. I'm not going to remember it. I remember like, uh, like people, when people give me tags and stuff, I love tags. Like if you have a tag for me, I will keep that forever and take care of it and grow it. Well, only and if it's a good tag though. Yeah. I'm not going to mm. take a shit tag. I mean, yeah. I just mean like if you, if you have a good tag and mostly time when people give me a tag they're or they're like, you should keep that or any, something like that. I usually, I usually cherish it a little bit more. You do your writing on stage. Like you kind of. You that's I how you do it. I think about it a lot though. Like you I have know. ideas, like you have a core thing. Yeah. Or a core point, but the things around it are very like conversational and Im- improvised. Yeah. Like if I'm doing crowd work, it's because I'm I need I need it to go somewhere. Like I'm not just doing crowd work for the hell of it. You're leading to somewhere. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Like That's why question. I like, yeah, I like questions. I don't know why people bash questions. I like having that sense of like. But the trick is once you ask the question is to be able to not ask the question and still be able to do that. So like you're almost using the question as a crutch while you figure out how you're going to do it. So now you don't have to ask mm. the question. 
You want to, you, I, I feel like I, like people tell me don't ask questions and I'm like, you just worry about you. But then after over time, it's like, well, maybe I'll try and do the same joke without asking the question. Right. I guess. But my, I like asking questions. I do like too. My, my reactions is, to things are part of what's funny. I just find it tough to do crowd work without asking some questions. You know, to the crowd, like, well, like how do you? How do you, how do, you do crowd work with Odas? That's kind of my thing, right? That's my thing. Like, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to get better at interacting with the crowd. And Wait, what do you mean? How do you ask? How do you interact with Odas? The question. That's that's what I'm. I'm confused too, Who? and that's why when people say don't don't do questions, it it, con- it confuses who's telling me. you not to ask questions. Just I just hear it every now and then from people. Tell just those a weird people thing. to fuck off. Maybe it's more so as like lead into jokes, but um, I like having that dialogue with a crowd and getting to know a crowd. But you know, figuring out who the fucks in the room. I feel I feel like giving someone comedy advice at any stage is like I mean everybody will find they're funny. Like yeah. I like to like help and guide, but I mean. Asking a question to the audience, I think, I think it's just not professional when you get to the stage of when they want to put you on the squeaky CBC and stuff. Like you're not gonna ask right. questions to the audience, but maybe that's the style of comedy that got you there in the first place. So I don't know. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I do mm-hmm. feel like there's like a way to do it without asking the question, mm-hmm. which makes it even funnier mm. because you don't have to, you can because sometimes the audience isn't gonna be there. For you, like, they're not going to respond, like, if, even if you ask them the question. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's almost good to be able to do it, with, to work. Maybe you start with the question. Yeah. Because the question will help you write on stage. But I think the idea is to lean away from it so mm-hmm. you can just kind of carry on without talking to the audience. Yeah. I mean, they, that's what I prefer, but I don't... Crowd work freaks me out generally. It's just not my not my thing. I, I don't like, like going off track of what I'm what I'm trying to convey. Uh, sometimes I like going off track just because people don't understand that I'm not off track in my head. I can just take it up, but I'm always thinking the back of my head where we were. So I can immediately, as soon as the crowd work is not going how I want it, I can go right back, like snap into it. Right back, yeah. I find people like my crowd work. That's like a, a lot of yeah, no, no, yeah. Well, you, you're great at it. Mm. Like it's it's a very natural talent. Like, yeah. It's what comes naturally to you, and it, it's what makes sense. Well, I just for like looking style. at the audience, like they're in my kitchen, and I'm like, I'm like, all right, yeah. guys, this is like, I'm, I'm kind of holding court in like a, a kitchen party, like a house party or something. That's what it is. I feel like, yeah, there's some people who just go up there and just do jokes and don't really acknowledge the situ- like the situation, the situation, and like I, I actually, I'm really trying to think of it more in the same way of like. A conversational style of like you're just holding court with all your like everybody yeah. in the audience is your buddies. Yeah, you're you're just at the center of the kitchen mm. and in charge of getting people. You're just at to that know mo- you. Yeah, but you're just at that point where you're just like holding court in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. everybody's getting a turn, mm-hmm. but the audience is not getting their turn unless you ask them a question. Exactly, exactly. You're guiding it. Yeah. yeah. No, I I like that. It's um. But, but from an audience standpoint, like when you start asking the audience questions, that's what makes the audience. The audience isn't there to be 
answering questions. They're there to hear jokes. I think that's kind of, I think that might be what, when people say don't ask questions, right? it's because you're putting the expectation on the audience member to bring your funny when you should be bringing your funny. Right. Which is hard for me to say as a guy that does crowd work, but I feel like don't do crowd work just for the sake of doing crowd work. Yeah, I know that that's yeah, I totally agree with that too. Like if I'm like like yeah. I'll, like my question leads into something, but I feel like my whole idea is to get away from asking the question just to be able to over like you said writing on stage, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And then there's the so whole targeting. Uh, I am too, actually. I'm like very like, <laughs> I like too many carbonated beverages. We actually yeah. had a voicemail just come in Oh, from one Brandon, probably Brandon Michael, but might be another Brandon. It, <laughs> I hope it's Brody again. Or hey, Robbie and Sarah, it's Brandon. Um, two quick questions. First one, what is your pop chips in a bar? So you're going to a gas station or a pharmacy or some sort of uh, mom and pop shop and you're getting uh, pop chips in a bar, you know, can of pop or bottle. Let me know which one you choose. Also, chips, a uh, bag of chips and a chocolate bar. What are you getting? Uh, second question, what is your uh, credit card number, expiration date, pin on the back <laughs> and throw in your social insurance number there for good measure? Thanks. <laughs> thanks brandon brandon's great he does a lot of work for the dark side brandon shut up shut up brandon michael recent guest on the show yeah yeah. um another halifax mvp um pop chips and a bar what's yours we're going pop it's dr pepper Oh, Dr. Pepper is really good. That's yeah. probably my second choice, but I'm a Coca-Cola girl. Yeah, you look like it. Um, I'll probably do roasted chicken chips. What? Yeah. What? I mean, unique choice. Not. Think you want to know the reason? Sure. Because uh, when I was growing up, I drove. I was the first one of my friends to have a driver's license, and I drove my mom's minivan, so I got to bring like all my friends along with me. But none of them had jobs, so if I went to the gas station and got chips, I had to get a brand that they didn't like, so I didn't have to share, because I was already sharing a drive. So I, wow, yeah. And you grew to like the chips? Well, I always liked them, but no oh, one else did. So no I was one else like, did. oh, this is the brand I'm going to buy because they won't fucking eat all my chips on me anymore. Mm, right? That's smart. Yeah. And then uh, I like the king size Reese's Pieces cups where you get two oh, big bad boys. Okay. I, like, I don't like chocolate as much as one would think. Me either, actually. Yeah, I'm not a big sugar guy. I'm not. Like, I'll get it at the craving every now and then. But, but to tell you the truth, yeah, I'm I would, a salty bitch. I would just do, if I went to a gas station on a road trip, I would do probably other, like a Red Bull, like a sugar-free Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Or I would do like a water. I do the, the fight, not fight. It's not water. pop, Robbie. Smart water. Mm-hmm. But I don't really drink pop. No. I just answered the question, Dr. Yeah, do- Pepper. Yeah, Dr. Pepper's But I'm really saying good. if I actually went to a gas station, mm-hmm. what your I, guess? I would get like a Smart Water, a sugar-free Red Bull, and beef jerky. Beef jerky. Those that, those are good red, uh, road trip food for sure. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, But I answered his questions. Yes, you did. Mine would be Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. 
What chef would it be? One of my favorite kinds of chips that I feel like a lot of people don't. Can enjoy. I guess? Can I yeah. make an assumption? Yeah, I, I, it's going to be like ketchup don't. chips. No, it's it's some sort of New Glasgow brand though. It's like it all dressed. I do like all dressed. It's yeah. up there. But one of my favorites is Old Dutch Barbecue. Oh, okay. So fucking good. Old Dutch Barbecue and Chocolate Bar, either Kit Kat or Hershey's Cookies and Cream. Oh, lame. How is that lame? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. So we did assumptions. We did rant. We did what's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Um, this next segment could get you canceled, Me. so be careful. Okay, but it is unpopular opinion. Don't hate me for this, but it's time for unpopular opinion. So, something you think that the majority of people would just. I think it's like alcohol is, I'd rather drink, I'd rather smoke weed than drink alcohol. I feel like a lot of people think that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's a tough one. I'm sorry. Are you pro Amber Heard? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm definitely not. He won though. Came up today. Yeah, no, that's... um, yeah, go Johnny Depp. Go Johnny Depp. Did you hear did you hear this? Go Johnny Depp, go. No, it's Yeah, Johnny Johnny beat Amber. I just yeah, there Amber that was that was tough to watch because you just got to see someone that like thought she knew it all and and no one could she it was just awful and i've and now it's like johnny's gonna be bigger than he ever was Mm -hmm. like i didn't even really realize that this was all going on until the trial started and everyone's like why would they why would they put it on television i was like well that was johnny depp's lawyer team because they like they put the paperwork in in virginia where they do that that's why it was in Virginia, not Los Angeles. Oh. Because some courtrooms you do like a sketch of what's going on in the courtroom. Right. But they, but for the court of public appeal, which was what Johnny allowed, was going to make Johnny like millions and millions of more dollars, plus the 50 million he gets from Amber. Yeah. <coughs> so in Virginia, they, they televise it? Yeah. So oh. That, that's why it so was in Virginia. They were so sure that he would probably win that they wanted to televise well, it they just, for his it reputation. Was, it would be easier it, like for the public to see what was going on and stuff. It was right. a benefit. That's because it was like him suing her, right? Also, okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to pop off for a second. You don't have to watch it. Watch what? The trial. Like these people complaining about the fact that it was televised. I'm like, oh, yeah. People just don't, that complain about. Just don't watch it. Just do you, don't watch it. What? Who cares? It's exactly what some of those fuckers did with COVID. Yeah. No. <laughs> if true you don't though. like it, just don't 
just participate. Just just scroll on. Yeah. Scroll on. Yeah. Um, Get over I'm, the comment I, section. Stop fucking living online. I was all about the trial. I was. Con- I've it been was following so it. entertaining. I I I love it. I love seeing Johnny smirks in court. I love seeing him like be funny. Um, but also, Johnny's a way better actor than Miss Heard. Oh, big time. Like, she seemed at moments she was, like, kind of overacting. And Johnny just kind of... she was fake crying. And Johnny just kind of just was, like, really chill the whole time. Didn't didn't go high, didn't go low. They're both fucked. Like, like don't get me wrong. It's They're both incredibly toxic people. I don't people. think Johnny's fucked, though. I think Johnny... I mean, he's... He, he, Johnny's like an old romantic, right? He's and he very just wanted rich. it to work. When you get famous that young, like he got famous real young. That doesn't mean you got to be a little. That fucked. doesn't mean his love language isn't fucking like trying to fall deeply in love with someone and making it work. Yeah. No, he 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 definitely he definitely he, he definitely is she a romantic. Goes, he said love language. Yeah. <laughs> No, he is. Uh, he, I do like him. This I do is like, like a him. lane that I like. <laughs> I do like him. I do like him. But I also think that he's not without flaws. No. I mean, he did text people that he would. He went to fuck her burning dead corpse. You know, stuff like that. But, like, that's it's prob- a- but think about the demented shit that comics text back and forth. Yeah, no. Other. Oh, I know. That's just texting your buddy. I don't think you can take yeah. that as any... Just anything than just like, you know, venting through your thumbs. <laughs> yeah. No, like, it's uh This is what his text message said. Fuck off. I yeah. Hate that shit. Yeah, it's um she did get some money though out of the, the verdict, apparently. But what he, money? She owes fifty mil. So she he's I guess he has to give her two million and she owes him fifteen. Fifty. Yeah. 15. I thought it was 50. No, it's 1-5. But that still doesn't... So it's 13 then by my math. Yeah. So like they they voted in favor of Johnny, but she still got some. It. I don't really understand. I don't know. I don't know. But it, it wasn't a clear win, but he still pretty much won. No, he won because he's he looks so great. He won. He's Did you hear that he's, song. He's I cleared his name. A song about him. He's cleared his name. He's never gonna do Pirates of the Caribbean again. He probably will do a pirate movie, though. Maybe, maybe <laughs> like a spinoff kind of thing. Like a no. I mean, if it was a, if if Disney doesn't want him back, they're <laughs> gonna lose money to some other pe- people that are gonna put together a pirate movie because they got Captain Fucking Jack Sparrow. You can't replace mm. the captain. No, you really. He's can. great. He played that so. He's good. gonna. He's doing. You know what? I heard a rumor he's doing the new Beetlejuice. Ooh. Yeah, he's. Do you know who played the last uh, Beetlejuice? He's no who. Michael Keaton. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Did you not see the original? No. Did you see Betty and June? Excuse me. That's a great movie. Tried that movie, Betty and June. Okay, but no, no, no. There you go. We all have different movie tastes. I was never big into Beetlejuice. Even the cartoon. Mm, not really. I I'm not into cartoons. That's my unpopular opinion. Wait, do you not have you ever do you like South Park? South Park is is okay. I guess the the cartoon that I was probably into the most was Family Guy. Okay, I was a huge Family Guy fan yeah. for quite a while, but like I was never into The Simpsons. 
even like as a kid, I gravitated more towards like Mr. Dress Up. Like, you know? <laughs> you're not even supposed to be the same age when you watch those. I feel like I was totally low energy and everybody's like going to be a little disappointed and get as drunk as I did last time. But, you know, we what? can't always be drunk. This podcast was well, God damn it, Sarah. I think we this, should try this podcast. I have to get up at it's 7 a.m. Intoxicated. I'm no, I, I the, the pun is where the fun is. Intoxicate, if you look it up on Urban Dictionary, the way that it's spelled is when you get so lost in conversation, you feel drunk. I mean, you're allowed to interpret it anyway. That's what Urban Dictionary says. I can write a fucking plug into Urban Dictionary. It's not that hard. <laughs> I honestly, um, I hate that about this podcast. I hate that it's named that because I can't keep up with drinking that amount. Well, maybe you need in some the, co-hosts. In the amount that I record, I can't. I also just like, I can't, um, like three drinks and I'm done. Yeah. Lately. Like I'm old. I'm getting old. That's what it is. Just out of practice. It, it, you're, you're probably right. I, I drank nothing during like 2020 lockdown. There was one night I got super drunk and I barfed my brains out because I ordered, um, What's that place? Wait, Middle you, Spoon Cocktails? Do you come from a religious family? Sort of, yeah. Yes. Yeah, probably. I didn't, I never drank underage. I drank, actually technically I did. I drank one week before I turned 19. My sisters drank so I could drink. <laughs> what do you mean? Like they underage drank, throw parties and whatever. To like, to like ease you up to it? But they didn't do it for me. But I just got the benefit of being a boy when I had two older sisters that would do all that. And then by the time it came to me being around that age, my parents were like, well, he's a boy. Well, he can't be any worse than the ones we just had. Oh, youngest. Yeah. So, like, they just kind of paved the way. So that by the time it got to me, it was like my mom would go buy me liquor. Oh, shit. Yeah. But I wasn't really a big drinker because I remember I was always the designated driver because I always drove. And that's why I had to get those roasted chicken chips. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, no, I never went to parties. Um, my mom. You never went to parties? Like, like in high school now. Because I, I, I always had a curfew. I had to be home at like. Yeah. Okay. You had strict. Yeah. It was strict. Like it, like our grad party was out in a field because it's Anaganesh, right? So yeah. you go drink in a field. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the most sketchiest thing ever. Like I think think there might have been a stage and a DJ or something. Yeah. But like um uh you go drink in a field and they had chaperones and my mom chaperoned it. So you couldn't even have fun because your mom was like And I was there with my college boyfriend. Oh wow. Um because my boyfriend at the time was a college guy at well, going, to assumed, assumed. going to Santa Vax. And, um, Don't over explain it. And they, they already disapproved of him because um, he was older. Well, because he was also a loser dating a girl in high school. He wasn't a loser. Well, actually, he kind of was. Think about it. I was, I was in grade 12. I was on the way out. And how old, much older was he? He would have been in, like, I think his first year of college. Oh, okay. So I'm just teasing. It's not that bad. But no, it's, it's not that bad. I felt like a badass. Yeah, you felt cool, but him with his friends would have gone, what a loser. But now when he's older, guys like younger, 
Yeah, checks. I'm not, I was I was more <laughs> busting his balls than actually making fun of him. Yeah. Were Were you a big partier in high school? Did you? Not really. I wanted to be a police officer in high school. What? What? Uh, what made that change? Uh, I worked at a summer camp down the states for two summers, and I made friends with a bunch of Jewish girls and started smoking weed. And what drew you to wanting to be a cop? Uh, probably like toys and stuff as a kid. Like you just want, you wanted a gun. Yeah. You wanted like a cool outfit and a gun. And authority. Like Cartman. Respect by authority. Power. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then you were like, nah, not for me. Yeah. Cause like you just deal with losers and it's a lot of paperwork and cops are, or cops are a bit knobs. There's not that many. There's cool cops, but there's not that many. Cops, please don't come for me. We we love and respect you. Thank you for your service. No, there's some losers. It's just, they're just people, right? There's some mm-hmm. losers. There's some non-losers. I love how you say losers. How's that? It, you say it in a certain way. Say loser. Loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's it's very It sounds very Nova Scotian. Really? But Nick Burden makes fun of how you talk all the time. Nick Burden is, has an accent that I've never... Yeah, what's right. that? He thinks he's making fun of me, but he has the thickest accent. What's I've his ever... accent? Like it's like some sort of weird oh, Ontario. It's from, yeah, it's oh, we're accent? from Ontario. Oh, what part of Ontario is he from again? He's I don't want to call him again. No, he's not from Ottawa. He's from like a place like near Windsor. What's okay, we name? have another voicemail anonymous. Here we go. Damn it. It's probably Brody again. Hi Robbie. Oh. What's your sin number? JK. <laughs> What is the craziest thing that has happened to you on a night out in Halifax? Who the fuck was that? <laughs> I don't even like that. That's creepy. <laughs> uh, one more time. One more time. One more time. Hi, Robbie. What's your sin number? <laughs> JK. What is the craziest thing that has happened to you on a night out in Halifax? I'd like to hear that too. What's the craziest thing? Hmm. You. <clears throat> I also think... You should tell the story of the fact that at one point you were one of the only three people in the province with COVID. Can you tell that story? I didn't have COVID ever. I still oh, haven't. sorry. You were in a household with people who had it, weren't you? Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, my God. At this time, we had, like, no cases. No, it was the bubble was still a thing. The Atlantic bubble was thriving. And then this girl from Ontario decided that she wouldn't quarantine when she joined our bubble. And she thought she'd go to Martini Monday at the bitter end. And <laughs> Sim like Nick there. <laughs> Marty. Yeah. Nick. Yeah. And uh, my roommate works there and uh, she gave her COVID and then she brought it home with her mm-hmm. and gave it to her boyfriend. And then uh, I thought I had it. So we all went to go get tested because we had that message from the bitter end saying whatever exposure. And everybody got tested, and uh, my roommate had it, and my other roommate had it, and I didn't have it. And you had to stay in your room. And I had to stay in my room for 14 days. This was pre-vaccination, pre-everything. I didn't have to stay in my room. I locked them in their room. Oh, okay. So So you were able to use the common areas? Yeah, but we had just moved in. I was almost moved to Dallas, Texas the week before. (laughs) (laughs) This is a different story, but the the 
girl I was going down there to work with, she got COVID. So I was like, fuck that noise because I would have had to drive. And mm. and then my roommates were looking for a place. We found a place like that. And then they got COVID that weekend. And I got locked in for 14 days. They had to do 10 days. Oh, my God. Yeah, fuck. it was awful. So the province of Nova Scotia had three cases and two of them were in my apartment. How did that feel? Oh, well, it was a short order Uber delivery guy because they would order Uber eats to the door i'd get a knock i'd go to look through the thing there'd be food there wasn't me that ordered it so i would just like pick it up and then walk it to the room and like leave it there and then knock on their door it's like like a prison yeah it was it was like living with ghosts that i had to like feed that's so crazy and that was like at the height of things too that's crazy yeah okay what was your craziest night what was the craziest thing you've done in a night out in halifax there's so many but uh one of the craziest ones is the hockey championships were in town so it was like all the the, all the um nhl guys were in town playing for their home countries and i was at the lower deck arm wrestling like steve steos and a bunch of fucking guys and then we went we were me and my buddies were walking back and this girl like grab or this guy grabbed one of our friends butts and uh one of my friends decided to fight that guy, and then it was like three of them versus three of us. And I don't know. I punched a guy, and his chain fell off, and he was kind of concerned about his chain. So I'd like help them find his chain, and like all the other guys were still fighting. I thought it was over. I walked up to the the dome, and I realized that my buddy Robert was missing. And I'm like, "What the fuck?" I so I run back down, and then the three of those the guys were just beating the shit out of my oh, friend Robert. Shit. Yeah, so I kind of I jumped in, I grabbed one with my legs, and I choked out one of the other ones, <laughs> and like it was just like I I had two of them, and then everything kind of cooled down, and then uh, I was all sobered up, so we like I was driving my buddy Robert home because he got ba- beat up pretty bad, and then uh, uh, I smelt something really bad in the car. And I looked over at my buddy Robert, and he had told he then he oh. told me that he shit himself. Oh my god! And I had remembered that he needed to use the bathroom all uh. all night, so he had shit himself, and he's in my car, and I can't handle that shit. Like I might throw up right now talking about. It. So I just start throwing up in my car. In the car. In the car, <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. It was a uh, it was quite the scene, quite the scene in the car. Now that's. That stood out in my head for oh. crazy one of the craziest nights downtown. I'll what find. was that cleanup like in your car? I don't know. I made Robert do it. That's fucking fair. Yeah. Where did you puke? On oh. the steering wheel and windshield. Oh. <laughs> oh <my laughs> it was God. a bad one. Oh. Yeah. Oh it was bad. That's fucking wild. Uh Nick's had a movie. Ah. I, hope, I hope it was a good movie, Nick. Nick, shout out Nick Burden, the the voicemail that got away. Yeah, I mean he would have been a good one. Robbie Vino, that's how he <laughs> says my name. <laughs> well, we'll have to have you back on for more voicemails, um, because like I said, I never get them. So I think the key is to have Robbie on the podcast. You get. <laughs> I just give let Brody call in every week. (laughs) I just want my dream podcast is to give life. I would love to hear people's life dilemmas. Life dilemmas. Pickles that they're in. Pickles. Little things they need advice on. 
And you you have the answers yeah. to their yes, yep, yep, yep. Okay, I, I think I have a good read on people. But what? But 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 what about their issues though? Oh, no one knows more about issues than me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number one, I know I have a lot of them. Number two, I know a lot about people's issues from doing this podcast for five years. Okay. So you're found to yourself quite the expert. I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a therapist for comedians. I think it's. <laughs> Do you want me to answer? <laughs> I don't know what that. I thought that was a statement. This is where you say yes, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I don't think though. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I give decent advice, but who, who the fuck? Hey, who the fuck? All knows? advice is good advice. Who the just- fuck? Who the fuck knows? Um, I guess with dating, it's like I'm that friend that always gives dating advice but doesn't date. So why would you take my advice? You know? Yeah. Wouldn't that's take what it. I, that's kind of what I was thinking about. But like, but it doesn't have to just be about dating. People I know. Friendship. I know, but like that's work, one example. Work situations. Work situations. Seinfeld moments. Seinfeld moments. Like, like just weird things. Like, like weird, awkward life things that happen. Okay. You're an expert at that? I feel like they happen to me a lot. Okay. And I think about them a lot. <laughs> yeah, I watch cartoons in my head of like every situation I'm ever in. Like if I Cartoons in your head? You cartoonize every situation? Well, I mean not even cartoon, like it's like almost like just watching like movies of like situations and like how I remember things is like movies. Mm, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I think of when I when I um, hear songs, I often see the music video. Yeah. Or like what I True. would do, what I would do for a music video. Yeah. Back when music videos were a thing. Yeah. Really a thing so anymore. there was a song. So when I picked up um, Alex McKenzie, uh, Thimios, and Chris Griffin to go do that little Fredericton run, I picked them up at the airport at like seven, and like we did like the McDonald's stop, and we're driving. I was, and there was a certain song that was playing, and it was a song that I always thought this would be like a cool murder scene too. Oh gosh! And I said I it know. to them, <laughs> and then it was this like long, awkward, like, like, huh? Like we just was went. it a happy, happy song? Kinda. Yeah, those are the ones that are the creepiest. Yeah, but then, but then Athimios was in the back, and he. Uh, like there was a long awkward pause, and he goes, "Yeah, this is kind of like the part." And then they, and then everybody just started adding to the scene. I was like, oh, "Okay, you guys see it too." Oh my gosh! Yeah, but it was kind of like Alex wasn't getting it, and he's like, "Oh, it's kind of weird to like say it's a song to murder people to three guys you just met." I'm like, "Yeah, maybe, but like that in a car, no less." I mean, I was driving. Like, I just Ugh. I'm always gonna be myself. Yeah, um, I've had that thought too. I like, of like murdering everybody no, like, in your car. Like hearing a song and going, yeah, this is a good. Like I watch it. Like Quentin Tarantino makes his. He picks all the move music before he writes the movie. Oh, interesting. So mm. he does the soundtrack, mm-hmm. and then he lets the songs kind of carry the scenes throughout the whole thing. That's very true. There's a, a song that's like, I think it's just my name. It's just called Sarah. And it's it's like old timey and very like Sarah, Sarah. And like one time I heard it at Shoppers on Spring Garden really late at night. And it was like an it was like empty. And I was like, I could die here. 
like while this is playing and it's my name too right so it would make sense um robbie thank you so much for doing this thank you sarah for having me this was a lot of fun and obviously everybody needs to check out halifax noise comedy instagram um you gotta follow that because that's that's the go-to place for all show information and dark side comedy club obviously and they can also follow you robbie right robbie vino robbie vino anything else no shout out to durham shout out to durham and Brandon Michael, Durham Laporte, Brandon Michael. Showed it to those guys. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thought I would drink more, but I only drank two beer. That's okay. We're pussies. We are pussies for this episode, and that's okay. And Robbie, we know you get to close the episode with a bell ring. Oh, yeah. Hold it up. Oh, my God. That was terrible. I gotta do that one more time. I know. What Hold I'm it doing. at the base. It's not making a ding. Yeah, I know, because I'm holding up. The episode isn't over until the... There we go. Uh, Nick's at a movie. Ah. I, hope, I hope it's a good movie, Nick. Nick. Shout out Nick Burden. The, the voicemail that got away. Yeah. I mean, he would have been a good one. Robbie Vino. That's how he says my name. <laughs> Well, we'll have to have you back on for more voicemails um, because, like I said, I never get them. So I think the key is to have Robbie on the podcast to get <laughs> voicemails. Like just give let Brody call in every week. <laughs> I just want my dream podcast is to give life. I would love to hear people's life dilemmas. Life dilemmas? Pickles that they're in. Pickles? Little things they need advice on. And you, you have the answers yeah. to their... Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. I, I think I have a good read on people. But what but 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 what about their issues though? Oh, no one knows more about issues than me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Number one, I know I have a lot of them. Number two, I know a lot about people's issues from doing this podcast for five years. Okay. So you're back to yourself quite the expert. I, I I'm I'm I I'm a therapist for comedians. I feel like I give decent advice, but who who the fuck hey, who the fuck all knows? All advice is good advice. Who the just... fuck who the fuck knows? Um, I guess with dating, it's like I'm that friend that always gives dating advice, but doesn't date. So why would you take my advice? You know? Yeah, Wouldn't that's what it. I, that's kind of what I was thinking about. But like, but it doesn't have to just be about dating. Be I know, friendship. I know, but like that's work, one example. Work situations, work situations, Seinfeld moments, Seinfeld moments, like like just weird things, like like weird, awkward life things that happen. Okay, you're an expert at that. I feel like they happen to me a lot, okay. and, I, and I think about them a lot. Yeah, I watch cartoons in my head of like every situation I'm ever in. Like, if I cartoons in your head, you cartoonize every situation. Well, I mean, not even cartoon. Like, it's like almost like just watching like movies of like situations and like how I remember things is like movies. Mm, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. I think of when I when I um hear songs, I often see the music video. Yeah. Or like what I True. would do, what I would do for a music video. Yeah. Back when music videos were a thing. Yeah. Really a so thing there was a song. So when I picked up um Alex McKenzie, uh Thimios and Chris Griffin to go do that little Fredericton run, I picked them up at the airport at like seven 
and like we did like the McDonald's stop and we're driving and I was and there was a certain song that was playing and it was a song that I always thought this would be like a cool murder scene too. Oh gosh. And I said I it know. to them. <laughs> and then it was this like long, awkward, like like huh? Like we just Was it a up. happy, happy song? Kinda. Yeah, those are the ones that are the creepiest. Yeah. But then but then Athimios was in the back and he uh like there was a long awkward pause, and he goes, "Yeah, this is kind of like the part." And then they, and then everybody just started adding to the scene. I was like, oh, "Okay, you guys see it too." Oh my gosh! Yeah, but it was kind of like Alex wasn't getting it, and he's like, "Oh, it's kind of weird to like say it's a song to murder people to three guys you just met." I'm like, "Yeah, maybe, but like that in a car, I, no less." I mean, I was driving. Like, I just Ugh. I'm always going to be myself. Yeah, um, I've had that thought too. I like, of like murdering everybody no, like, in your car, like hearing a song and going. Yeah, this is a good like. I watch it like Quentin Tarantino makes his. He picks all the move music before he writes the movie. Oh, interesting. So mm. he does the soundtrack, mm -hmm. and then he lets the songs kind of carry the scenes throughout the whole thing. That's very true. There's a, a song that's like, I think it's just my name. It's just called Sarah. And it's it's like old timey and very like Sarah, Sarah. And like one time I heard it at Shoppers on Spring Garden really late at night. And it was like an it was like empty. And I was like, I could die here. Like while this is playing. And it's my name too, right? So it makes sense. Um Robbie, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, Sarah, for having me. This was a lot of fun. And obviously everybody needs to check out Halifax Noise Comedy Instagram. Um, you gotta follow that because that's that's the go-to place for all show information. And Dark Side Comedy Club, obviously. And they can also follow you, Robbie, right? Robbie Vino. Robbie Vino? Anything else? No, shout out to Durham. Shout out to Durham. And Brandon Michael, Durham the Port, Brandon Michael. Showed it to those guys. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thought I would drink more, but I only drank two beer. That's okay. We're pussies. We are pussies for this episode, and that's okay. And Robbie Vino, you get to close the episode with a bell ring. Oh, yeah. Hold it up. Oh, my God. That was terrible. I gotta do that one more time. I know Hold it at the base. Not making a ding. Yeah, I know. The episode isn't over until the. There we go. Thank you for listening to the Intoxicated Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast app you use and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast and check out our video episodes on the Intoxicated YouTube channel. Until next week, feel hard and talk hard. Intoxicated Podcast is hosted and produced by Sarah McClellan, co-produced by Sarah Nicole, and brought to you by The Messiness of Life. Oh, everybody's depressed. Next subject.